I like an anime with like actual good characters in it. That isn't just like the main protags and stuff. Because like looking at obviously my hero being the most forefront one, because that's what I'm watching right now. Everybody in the class is cool. Everyone is good. And, like you'd like everybody. I like Tate Balbos. I like Hard Guy. I like Guy who can talk to animals. I like just everybody's so charming. Yeah, like even Hard Guy's uh, antithesis, the steel other guy. Steel, steel guy. <laughs> it's Hard Guy versus Steel Guy. It was so good. And they like, got introduced the same, their powers are the same, they tied in their fight, they went to an arm wrestling match. Uh, they actually go into the same they internship. They go to the same internship. Yeah, like... <laughs> the forearm guy keeps punching them in the head and hurting himself. It's so good. Hero Echo does... I'm eating this Dagwood, by uh, the way. Like, do you want to do this like a Crystal Pepsi stream? Like, like you... trying to eat this entire Dagwood in an hour? Yeah. Alright. Oh, that's not gonna happen. You're gonna feel so bad for yourself. <laughs> All right, I guess Beer's doing the forefront of the talking. He's <laughs> a lot of mustard on There's a little mustard. Look at me, I'm Devin. I'm fucking... There's a lot of mustard on this. Devin, uh, there's a lot of mustard cut, like Connellan. There we go. Yep, you sure got me. You zoomed me real good. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, my hero Akka is, is, is pretty good. Even even like the side characters, you're probably not going to see again. Like the old man that uh, is interned with Deku, mm. like he's he's got, feet. he's got feet. That's pretty much it. Uh, he's he's pretty cool as well. Like you get you get like they're really good at like building up. Like oh, he's got a mysterious past with All Might and blah 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 blah. Even though he was just his teacher and like all this shit happened. And you should really like tell All, all Might, what the fuck are you doing? Um, like, by, by the end of it, you're like, you, just please just t- tell the man, like, that <laughs> I know you're a fucking rabbit person, but... Um, what I really do enjoy about, um, main character, though, Deku, is the fact that he's not an idiot. Oh, no, that's 10 out of 10. Like, a lot of people who get, like, gifted powers, they're like, I don't know what to do with the her, her, and yeah, he doesn't know how to control it, because, like... They literally, like, it literally breaks his fucking arm. Like, yeah. he, he's been corkless, and he has to work up his body up to the power level of All Might. But then, like, in every fight, he's like, alright, cool, I can't... Or, like, the, the first thing he does with the baseball thing. It's like, I can't throw this with all my strength, or I'll destroy my arm. So I'll just hit it with my fingertip and send it flying. Yep. Like, cool. And then in, the, like, the tournament, it's just like, wait a minute, I can send really powerful gusts of, like, like wind that knock them out of the stadium. Like, knock them out of the stadium. So all I need to do is break my fingers. Oh, that didn't work. I'm gonna break my fingers again. And it's yeah. just like you can you can feel the determination of that man, and it it, it feel it, it's a feel good anime. Like the show is top tier, I think. Like even fuck like everybody's great. I yeah. love everybody. Anti Gravity Girl is like best girl. Uh yeah. Froppy's amazing, but like that fight with Bakugo that she does, the Explosion Man. Where she just like good. gets bodied, but like is touching all the debris. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Yeah. She gets, like, destroyed and gets back up every single time just because she wants money. Like, I mean, love that determination. Driving motivation. <laughs> well, she wants money to, like, support her parents and yeah. stuff, and that's really sweet. But she also just wants money. Oh, well, she just wants money. <laughs> no, she every... wants several golden yachts. That's fine. <laughs> like, I'm trying to think of a character I don't like in that show, and I don't think there's any. Even the bit parts with, like, the teachers, like, shouty guy. Oh, my shouty God. guy is fucking... The mic? Yeah, yeah, I love he's, him. He's great. Aizawa, the sleepy teacher. Oh, sleepy Eraser teacher's head. adorable. I love her. Eraser head. <laughs> just, yeah, all right, cool. Uh, you're going to get your name with Midnight here. I'm just going to zip myself in a sleep mag and go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> he's a sleepy boy. He's He's been doing this a while. So good. <laughs> like, his, his entrance, he shows up, and they're like, they open the door, and there he is standing in a sleeping bag, and they're like, oh, by the way, you're going to need to wear this, and just pulls out the fucking uniform out of a sleeping bag. I'm like, that's a utility bag. I want that. <laughs> I love it, because, like, you don't actually know anything about the characters, and then when they get introduced, it's like, well, fucking what? Caterpillar? <laughs> like, Caterpillar man? Nah, he's just real cool. <laughs> he's real cool and sleepy. Even the police chief's a dog. <laughs> like, beautiful. Alright, yeah, no, the pl- <laughs> That was a pleasant surprise for me. Because, <laughs> yeah, they introduced one of the police officers who was a cat, and they were like, hmm, I would have expected it to be a dog. And then the police chief actually shows up and he has a dog. He's like, there we go, there's a payoff. <laughs> that's, that's the one. 
cats and dogs working together. It is truly, <laughs> truly the apocalypse. <laughs> oh yeah, I love our character. Tape elbows, great head man, creation chick, electric dude who goes brain dead. Actually, there's a, there's yeah, no, I like him. Uh, there's there's a lot of payoff with like uh, grape man. He's so good. I love his character. Uh, in the exam little saga, he, he fights, uh, it's not really a spoiler because they kind of like glance over it. It's just like more character development shit. He, he fights, uh, Midnight with his partner, I think Tate Man. Nice. Um, immediately gets fucking incapacitated, Tate Man does. And then he's just like, shit, no, like, I like, I like the boobles, but like, I kind of also need to Of course you can fight Midnight, yeah. Yeah, like... <laughs> Yeah, he interned with Giant or Mount Lady. Yeah, Mount Lady. And so good. Mount Lady just abused him. It's like, yeah, I know, just <laughs> fucking clean my shit. She's such a shit. Oh, she's her. such a piece of shit, I love her. <laughs> uh, yeah, even, like, the bad guys are good, too. Well, like, alright, so... The bad guy currently is Tantrum Man. I he rusts everything, and he just, dis- like, he disintegrates things on touch... But Mr. Hands, a... but not the one who got fucked to death by a horse. Yeah. That's a different Mr. Hands. Oh my. Oh dear. I wasn't aware of that, Mr. Hands. You don't know about that, Mr. Hands? No. Alright, side tangent. I'm gonna put this Dagwood down. <laughs> no, you pick that shit back up. Okay. You need to eat this. Um So also this this the story was I've already knew about the story, but the story's being regaled again to me as I was walking to Tyler's once. Yeah. And I'm walking like, through the park, I get through the park, I finally get to where there's houses again, and, like, really nice houses. I don't have headphones at the time. Because, also, while I'm walking through that path, I like to keep music going, just because there are coyotes. Yep. So, so I get up the road, and I start walking up the, like, towards this place, and then I just talking about Mr. Hands. I think I started off by talking about the guy who fucked himself in the ass with a jar. Have you heard of that one? No. Okay, well... Okay, I don't typically look up stories of people getting fucked in the ass. Alright, alright, you still learn, fine, you get me there. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's not my number one, like, search term. It, very close, but, like... So, he's raving himself in the arse. Okay, alright. Then he gets it pretty out there. Okay. Jar breaks. That's unfortunate. Yeah, like, shatters in his rectum. Okay, first of all, either how... Like, are we talking about mason jar mm-hmm. side? Okay, that makes a little bit more sense. Yeah. How rough do you need to go in order for a jar to break in your asshole? Well, I mean, if you do it squeezing pressure and then also downward pressure, something's going to burst eventually, more mm-hmm. so with, with cylinders. More cylindroidical things. Man, okay. First of all, you have to go to, like, the hospital for that, and that's embarrassing. Yep. But, like, yep. you have an ass end of a mason jar to get out of your ass. Yep. Like, that... The thing is, in the video, he doesn't panic. He just calmly gets up and starts pulling glass out of his arse. Oh, he's done this before. <laughs> it's like this is a this is a well traveled man. At least he's experienced, you know, right? And uh, so yeah, oh, actually, that leads into Mr. Hans, who of course two people obviously because one had to film it. Yeah. Um, he goes out, tries to get plowed by a horse, successfully gets plowed by a horse. Horse sticks are, like, as big as my arm. Yeah, no, like, that would reach up to your stomach. Yep, destroyed his internal organs and killed him. Some people just... Mm. Yep. I don't imagine going that far for a kink. <laughs> I feel like that should be just left in, like, some fetish section of some, like, some porn page. No bucket required. No bu- Just the right height. No bucket required. <laughs> Fucking Christ. So, Why yeah. Would, okay. Why'd you get fucked by a horse? Like, I don't know, man. I, I can understand the, like, all right, I want some huge D inside of me. Yeah. Like, yeah. and the only way as a male to get it inside of me is the mouth or the butthole. Yeah. So, Unless like, you're really venturous and you've sounded the shit out of your penis. So, like... Sounding's fucked up, by the way. That's where you put a rod down your dick. Okay, yeah, no, never mind. Why is it called sounding? I don't know. But, um... I also watched another thing where they, two chicks were sounding a guy and then they lost the rod. It just, like, because it didn't have an end to it. It was just a straight piece of metal with no bumps or anything and they just lost it down a stick. I don't understand why people, like, maybe I'm just, maybe I'm just kinking during, like, maybe, maybe I have, I have yet to explore. Yeah, don't, don't kink shame. 
Yeah. Obviously. It's still pretty I, fucked up. <laughs> I, I personally am not into it. It sounds pretty fucked up. Why would you want to get fucked by a horse? Why are there furries? Why are we attracted to animals? <laughs> like, I understand the horse because he has a large dick. I understand maybe, like, a shark with his two dicks. Like, I would love to get fucked by a shark twice. You know, the first one time. Yeah? Yeah? It's, it's time-saving, really. Mm. If anything, it's more convenient. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I would like to get fucked in the ass. However, I would like twice the pleasure, so I'm going to get twice the dick. Is that why people try and own a kidness? Yes. Huh? Well, there you go. <laughs> also, knuckles and shit. I don't know. I mean, I see what you could do with knuckles, but not the echidna. So my hero's pretty good. Yeah, no, uh, Hiraka is uh, is pretty good anime. <laughs> Apocrypha is also pretty good, but like Shiro's. Is that on Crunchyroll? I don't know. I'm I'm watching that on a, 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 a an illicit uh, anime site. Yeah, because I don't want to venture there while I'm working. Oh, I'm venturing there while I'm working. I don't fucking care. In fact, I've realized now, speaking of work, uh, that I can hook up a cloud and I have the facility to, uh, like, I, I have the facility uh, on, on our work computers to just, like, stream my own desktop via cloud, which I okay. didn't realize, which is also pretty good, because then I can just, like, watch anime on that, yeah. but um, I can also do so much more shit. Two years I've worked there, and this is the only time someone's brought up, like, why don't we just, like, hook up a, a, a I was going to say an EMT. Good. Hook up an EMT mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to the computer so that he can, like, Clear. tell you visually what, what's going on in your desktop. I'm just playing certain simulator. <laughs> that's the only EMT <laughs> I need. But yeah, no, that's actually pretty good, because then, then I can just, like... Uh, when I'm just doing emails or like that one of my many downtimes, I'm just be like, sweet, I'm gonna go play like fucking FTL or something. Yeah, something turn based because there's probably gonna be a good amount of lag. Also that, yeah. I don't know. Like it's 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 a fascinating prospect for me. Uh, I don't know. Like I I, I wanted to uh, practice coding a while ago and practice coding more actually more so. Um, and there's not a lot of facility, again, to, to do that, because I can't download any, like, programs in order to code. Yeah. Like, I can't download Notepad+, Plus. I can't download any compiler, like, it's just, it's just there. Um, and now I can just stream it on, on my computer. There we go. Yeah. Problem solved. I'm no, surprised, I... I'm surprised, actually, how many problems are actually solved by that, because I wanted to bring a laptop in, but, you know, you could get fired for that, so, yeah. like, I, I'd rather not. But now I can just bring my computer everywhere. Yeah, I tried to do that with my phone. And I'm getting it somewhat working, but, like, seeing the desktop is very laggy. Yeah. And it needs to refresh every, like, so often, and does not do it well. I mean, if I'm just <laughs> doing a, doc, like, a that, that text document or something, it's fine. Yeah. I mean, it'd be good on an actual computer instead of an Android phone. Trying I to, mean, also that. Trying to show... Two desktops worth of information. Actually, speaking of, it has a hard time like streaming video. Like I can, I can hear the fucking jet engine of whatever is in the computers at work just trying to go. Like I don't know what it's trying to process, but like it's it's definitely doing it. <laughs> the little engine that could, that probably shouldn't. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking light fires in the fucking place. I guess. Although apparently uh, a few people at work have actually like done it like they've been running their Plex servers and just like streaming it over. Plex is great. Yeah. Like if anybody out there actually has a TV with like a Chromecast or anything that you can hook your TV up to it, just get Plex and download everything to your computer. It's so much better than like yeah. shitty streaming services. Anyway, that's that's really just the anime talk. All I was gonna say about like Fate Apocrypha is uh yeah. was doing some shit. There's a lot of like character development that I didn't expect. Someone got chowtsued. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, there's not. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, no, get excited for, for the rest of the season, because it's only halfway through, and it feels like the finale is, like, right there. Fuck sake. Yeah, because I didn't finish reading it. Yeah. I, I only read the bit, like, up to where, uh, their Lancer was going to fight Ruler, <laughs> and then Saber came, and, like, he was like, yeah, no, don't do that. But, um, no, it's, it's getting really exciting. Like, uh, they've definitely upped their spectacle, 
whatever they did. Because, like, you're not you're not supposed to see all the, like, fucking back plot until the finale. Like, that, that that's essentially just how Tight Moon is. Yeah. <laughs> but, no, we're, we're actually getting a, like, Act 1 was the setup to the fucking big battle. And then they took fucking Babylon, flew it over <laughs> to the castle, and was like, Oh, yeah, by the way, this is mine now. And now the big <laughs> battle's, like, on... And, and fucking... <laughs> who's, um... Who's the studio doing it? Do you know? Absolutely, I, I don't know. I assumed it was, like, the, the team that... Actually, no, because the animation's slightly different, so mm-hmm. it might not be the, like, Fate Zero team. Also, they were doing recreators at the time, so... Let's play it out. <laughs> recreators was also pretty good, now that I think of it. Um, the ending was kind of cop-out-ish, and I kind of was real sad about it, but, like, the build-up was nice. It's a nice concept. They could probably do a lot more with it. I'm getting really excited for another potential season of, what, Drifters? Oh, no, Drifters is, like, top of my list right now. Like, I I, I love that show. I was really surprised. Like, because you were saying, like, yeah, Drifters is great. And everyone's like, yeah, Drifters is great. And I watched it. No, like, Drifters is fucking legit. Yeah. Like, so good. Fucking medieval times, the guy <laughs> with a fucking fighter pilot comes, like... I, I can't wait to see what they do more with it. A1 Pictures is doing Fate Apocrypha. Hmm. Their works include... Let's go down to more recent stuff. Holy fuck. They got a lot of stuff on their <laughs> belt. Um, Seven Deadly Sins. Some Idolmaster. Uh, interviews with Monster Girls. Oh, lovely. <laughs> Although that wasn't really, like, action-packed, but they did animate that guy's arms, like, real well. <laughs> uh, Blue Exorcist. Are you still making Blue Exorcist? Oh. Um, Ace Attorney. I object to that truth. Oh, yeah, no, Ace Attorney was actually, like, I like that a lot. I, I need to watch more of that, because I watched the first season, and, or not first first season, first episode. Oh, Magical Girl Lyrical Nanaha. Sorry. Continue. Oh, all right, then. Um, and, like, I played the games, and I'm a big fan of... I'm, I'm, I'm a huge fan of Phoenix Wright, and I, for some reason, I just couldn't, like, bring myself to see it. I was just like, yeah, I know all of this, and it's just, like, without without the pacing of the games, it's kind of it's kind of really, really weird, but yeah, they, they do a lot of original jokes and stuff in it, I guess. I heard it was kind of weird. It is weird to see, um, especially, like, when you're used to playing the games, and you're like, these, are, these fuckers are animated, what the fuck's going <laughs> on? There's actually a plot going on, but, like, other than that, I, I, think, it's, I think it's amazing. Like, I think the... Uh, the, the writing so I hear is good and the animation at least the first episode was nice so yeah these guys are actually pretty legit the original Blue Exorcist Fairy Tale Valkyria Chronicles ooh yeah these guys are these guys are legit I mean granted that, that like this... <clears throat> oh sort of online I'm sorry they gotta do that <laughs> I mean at least some of the visuals on Sword Art are pretty it looked good yeah it just like the worst plot I've ever fucking heard of in my life. It's the Homestuck, the Homestuck of anime. Persona 4? There you go. Ooh. The golden animation. It's good. It's good. You know what? You get... It is good. A1 seal of approval. Hey. 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 Oh. Yeah, actually... Oh, that reminds me. Umineko no Naku Koroni. Let's see if there's more of this. Because, like... This was also originally a visual novel, like Fate's Day was. Yep. But then um, they made a ter- like the plot was good. The animation was terrible. Just because yep. we're talking about animation things, it was made by Dean. Oh, oh yeah. And uh, I, I, I've heard of Dean. Yeah, Dean is not good. But I want to know if because like they made mangas, they made novels, and then they finally made an anime TV series, only twenty six episodes. All right, so they never finished it. Hmm. Because we don't even get to a whole bunch of thing. Yeah, no, we can only get Ange. Because hmm. there's a uh, one that I uh, I call her Crunch Tan. Okay, all right. Because she looks like Captain Crunch. I can never remember her name though. Crunch Tan. Crunch Tan. She like in that uh, bullshit um, anime chess battle thing, the Holy Grail Wars. She yep. was our saber. Oh. She wielded both the red and the blue truths, which were swords, and she looked like Captain Crunch. It was amazing. <laughs> I loved her. Like, her design was great. So, Noble Phantasm, she cuts the insides of people's mouths, they're like... I can't remember what Noble Phantasm was, which is, that, that would not surprise me, actually, in the slightest. I think I found it, though, in my Google Drive. I was just farting around at work, because, like, I made the Google Drive for the Gundam thing. Yep. 
And um, I was just like looking at recent things. I, I found like a whole bunch of, oh, look at this, stat sheets for uh, November 11 from, oh my god. Wow. I can't remember the name of the show. Um, everybody has power, like everybody, but like a lot of people have powers, um, but there's remuneration that you have to do in order to use it. Like one guy, after he uses his powers, he has to stack stones a certain way. Another guy has to eat a hamburger. Um, November 11, I think, was just half a smoke, <laughs> so that was fine. I remember, I remember, I remember the November 11th, like, I, I remember you uh, hyping that character up. What if I search in Chinese Electric Batman? Chinese Electric Batman. Chinese Electric Batman. This, this should bring it up. Why do people call Hey the Chinese Electric Batman? Uh, we're uh, we're really getting into this whole like exciting. I need I need to, I need to know Chinese Electric Batman, what his what his dealie is. Why don't you just search up the character November eleventh? Darker than black. Okay, there we go. Got it. Got it. That's a good show. Highly recommend that. I'll watch that. I'll probably watch that before Little Witch, because really my only recommendation is from like Commander Holly. So yeah, it's it's on the list too. I've got a lot of stuff on my list though, because I got to watch Steins Gate, which is the continuation of Chaos Head, which I still recommend because a bunch of hot tricks go off to kill God. I don't particularly care about that plot though. No, but it's I don't know. It was fun. I enjoyed it. I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll do I'll do the three episode test if I if I'm into it. I'm into it. It was, like, it's definitely one of those, this sounds like a terrible plot, and I've seen a couple of those things, but it just, I don't know, the weird concept to it, it's like, this is interesting. Which one was Steins Gate? Is that, is that where, like, fantasy comes to real life? I don't think that was Because there's like, another one called Gate, and I, I, I heard Yeah, that's, that. that's the one where, like, the gate opens and orcs start pouring out, and then they just send military in there to fucking, like, blow them up. Yeah, I heard that was bad. I heard, like, they didn't explore, like, how many, like... For example, for for Steinsgate, my anime list nine point two. Okay, <laughs> that's already a good show, a good sign. Um, anyway, continue. No, I was just about to say, like, I uh, hear they don't explore like what happens when actual modern military fights magic and dragons and shit, and like they just kind of face roll the fucking fantasy creatures and stuff, and then there's like a harem with the main guy, and the main guy's only character trait is that he's 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 the typical he's the typical otaku. Son of a bee, and that for some reason he's out of like so for some reason because he knows this shit they recruit him in the military and he's amazing. And I'm not sure why. Like it's immediate like from nerd to combat specialist for some reason. Gotta kind love of, it. Kind of plot, and I don't understand why. Like I can understand. Like the- Konosuba had the the nerd to like great, but you saw the travel of greatness. Yeah, you, you saw him actually, like, realizing, oh, hey. I'm a piece of shit. Yeah, I'm a piece of shit. You're a piece of shit. We're currently <coughs> just doing carpentry work. Like, that. We're, we're actually just, we came to this fantasy world to do a full-time construction job, apparently. <laughs> and that's not what that's not what I'm about. Also, to get back, we need to go fight the Demon King. So we should actually, like, level up and do some shit. And then they go fight the frogs, and that was funny. <laughs> And he learns steel and steals all the pantsu, but you know that's that's just his character because you know basement nerds tend to be pretty uh pretty pretty pervy, I guess. Okay, so anyway, I guess uh, Steins Gate is a time and time traveling game. It's set a year after the events of Chaos Head. Um, protagonist travels back in time numerous times to perform different actions in an attempt to alter what has happened in the future. So yeah, essentially like shit went sideways person has to go back in time and fix it a lot okay and i remember reading a bit about it and i guess really fucked up not like rick and morty fucked up or south park fucked up but more like what the fuck is going on i mean but it's very compelling honestly that's kind of like my favorite my, my favorite thing about anime is like because of the i don't know i don't know specifically why i was just gonna make up an excuse like because because of the like fucking volume of anime and ideas they kind of just want to, like, do a weird, strange, what-the-hell-is-happening kind of plot. Which is why I also like a lot of comedies, because, like, the comedy anime just kind of flip in and out of, like, plot to ridiculous, like, hyperbole. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, Nichijou. Uh, Nichijou was a slice of life about cute girls doing cute things, 
but their jokes just fucking snap, snap. Like, oh, there's a joke. There's another joke. Like, let's just fucking go with the jokes. Dragon Mage is exactly that, too. Yeah, it's fucking amazing. And then, like, all of a sudden, you open a plot with a dude on a blimp talking about usurping a kingdom. <laughs> and there's a princess on board. And then the fucking guy who's talking, monologuing over, goes to meet the princess to get something from her. And he trips and dies. And that was a joke. <laughs> and then you see... Like, some of the wooden... Like, you see uh, one of the characters uh, wear wooden cubes as, like, a ponytail-like thing. Yeah. Like, she, she has pigtails, and she, held, like, holds them up, ties them around wooden cubes. Like, that's her... Like, it, the entire character arc of everyone in that thing, that they have to find these wooden cubes. And every time... Like, it's one of the characters, like, daydreams. Like, she's dreaming about this because she's, like, she's asleep in class. So, like, she has a dream about, like, the cubes falling from the sky... These cubes of fucking godhead power falling from the sky, attaching themselves to the girl who has pigtails hair that she's sitting behind, and she wakes up like, holy fuck! Like, <laughs> uh, there was one episode where, like, I think near the finale of Nichi Joe, um, Mio actually finds her way on the fucking blimp because they stole her, like, cube things, and then she fucking suplexes people through the blimp. Like, what? She's like, <laughs> Like, no, it's amazing. And it's just like, all right, someone was bored and decided to write this, like, mini plot about the blimp and, like, the kingdoms and shit. Like, uh, there was one plot about how, like, man, like, uh, about how a grunt, like, during a spat, like, during a battle on the thing, kind of, kind of, like, not related to uh, Mio or, like, the main girls at all, uh, was like, I, I finally found it. I finally found, like, a power cube. You know, when we land, you know, when all this blows over, I can sell this and, like, retire and, like... You know, go, go, go home to my wife. And he puts it on a windowsill, like, <laughs> just on a blimp because you do that. And he was, like, having a smoke, kind of contemplating what he'd do after the war. And just, like, <sighs> that I could finally, like, live my life and retire out of this. Like, I, we we're all faceless grunts here. And, you know, what? I, I can finally be a thing with the money I'm going to make by selling this power cube. And he fucking tips it over, <laughs> over the fucking window. And then fucking, it, it smash cuts to them in class. Where, like, again, it's specialist with them in the test. Like, holy fuck, like, why why cubes, though? No, I... There's something, like... It sounds really weeby when I think about it. Yeah. Because when I said that, I love anime Japanese humor. Yeah. But, like, the frequency of it, or, like, the subtleness of it, is very, like, on point that only anime can do. Because you can't do it in, like, a live-action show. Well, all right. Here's, here's the thing about, like, comedy kind of, like, in region. Uh, UK has a lot of comedy in the subtext of what they're saying. And, like, very dry. Very so. very dry, but also very, like, thought out. Yeah. Uh, very West, smart shit. The, the West, or at least the popular shit in the West, likes to linger. Like, Rick and Morty kind of broke the mold, in my opinion, in which it's just shotgun humor. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> South Park breaks the mold. Shotgun political shocking humor. Every other show, like, kind of just, like... Makes you feel dumb if you laugh at it. Like, Family Guy, it's like, remember when this happened? And then we're yeah. just gonna, like, do some weird there's joke no that like, we heard. Like, it, it's, there's no real, like, Cleverness to it. And I think that the point of it, like, I, I think the lack of cleverness is due to how, like, not, 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 not how quickly they kind of get over the joke. Like, in order for jokes to work in a regular show, you kind of just have to be like, oh, yeah, that's the joke. Let's move on with the fucking plot, please. <laughs> yeah, I guess... Whereas Family as, Guy kind of panders to the audience to like they they lower co- lower the common denominator so everybody kind of gets their jokes and ha ha ha. But, I mean, all right, you can see the exact thing I'm talking about, like with the degradation of the Simpsons. Like lately, yep. it's getting a little bit better. So I hear, but like from the first couple seasons, first couple seasons clever. were way too smart. Like you watch this as a kid because what else are you gonna watch? Like it's a family show. It's touted as a family show, and you're just like, I don't get it. And then yeah. like you, I think re- back now at all the jokes, I was like, that's. Genius. Yeah, everything's clever. Like I, I, I think, pre- <laughs> like I, I can't put a number to like the era of Simpsons, but like I think it's the like almost the Rick and Morty of back then. Mm-hmm. Like Rick and Morty now is such a revolution. Like it's, it's such a revolution in like fucking comedy now. I mean, I'm kind of set a new bar of how cartoons could be, should be, and marketed to like us. Yeah, this older generation, right? Well, like, anime does it. Like, anime decided, like, you know what? This is going to be a fucking adult fucking anime. Whatever, fuck it. Always been on point. Yeah. 
like it can be enjoyed by kids because you know it's it's stupid pretty visual graphics and stuff and like here's here's a thing you can get invested in. Yeah, um, I think like yeah, there's a bit of you see the same stuff in like Rick and Morty and general anime because like Rick and Morty sometimes is hit after hit after hit after hit of jokes. Yeah, but Rick and Morty is not shy to the point where like. Rick and Morty's not shy about like delving into really, really weird and like fucked up topics. Even yeah. if it's just if it's just for like a second. Yeah. Like the fucking retard thing. Like yeah. that was political as fuck, but it was like funny because it was shotgun and out of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, like they, I like that they did the, the whole like here's ham fisting an issue, but here's like what nobody who gives a fuck thinks about it because I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Like I, I think it's very nihilistic. Yeah. Yeah. Effectively. Which is like. Probably why it sets the bar. Like, I, I would put Rick and Morty and It's Always Sunny in a very similar bucket because I think they're both very nihilistic. Well, I think a lot of Western comedies and like <coughs> cartoons in general just have to have, like, a moral, whereas Rick and Morty does not. Rick and Morty, yeah. like, Rick does not have any moral whatsoever. No. Like, the only thing he kind of cares about is, like, his family. Mm-hmm. Even then, he tries to, like, give the guys that he doesn't care. And, like, the Council of Ricks and, like, the it was fucking amazing, like, story about how, like, yeah, no, it's just a fucking city filled with people who are all, like, just as nihilist, and they were mm-hmm. trying to, like, all get together. Like, the, oh, no, like, this this good man deserves freedom. He decided to stand up to, like, government and the norms and stuff, and he should he should be elevated instead of, like, put down. And then they fucking just enslave him. <laughs> they enslave him. It's just another story. Yeah, Mortis right? Mortis killing Mortis. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's interesting. Like, um, I kind of wish shows adopted a we-don't-fucking-care not, not to the point with, like, the, the lack of quality. Like, yeah. evidently the people have to care. The show has to give, an like, an air of, like, we don't care. We would like to, like, make this joke, make this statement, and that's it. No, as, it's, as opposed, it's always Sunny does that perfectly. Yeah. As opposed to, like, again, a lot of shows that are more general audience that are, like, we care about one thing, but we stick to our guns way too fucking much. Like, we, we like, if it, come, it comes to a point... Where we have to push this like it's some sort of fucking agenda for some reason. Yeah, like, the fact that there even is a line to go over or that's too far when it comes to comedy is shitty. Well, it, I don't <laughs> like, know, I, I, th- I think it's just the, like, for general audiences, you don't want to really want to offend a lot no, of people. But that's I, why Rick and Morty is gelling so well with a lot of people. It's just like, this is exactly what I needed. Like, yeah, South it, Park does it. Rick and Morty does it. Family Guy doesn't do it. No. Because, like, they, he, Family Guy wants to be edgy comedy. Like, oh, hey, black people, am I right? But they also completely fucking turn that over and just, like, oh, by the way, just fucking, like, you know, family and, sh- and shit. And, like, they do it really ham-fistedly. Like, oh, hey, Brian's a fucking piece of shit. He literally did cocaine, but we're going to accept, like, and, and fucking pushed away everybody, but we're going to accept them back just like, just like that. Just like nothing happened. Whereas Rick and Morty, <coughs> Jerry's divorced out of the apartment, and they all still hate him. Yep. Like... It's so good. <laughs> like, there's no... There's no retconning of, like, this thing happened. It actually keeps track of what it does, and it doesn't care about... Like, it, it evidently cares about quality, but it doesn't care about what it does. Like, it just it just wants... just wants that snappy humor. And, like, things that would actually happen, <laughs> as opposed to, oh, by the way, this is a completely new fucking universe, I guess. Yeah. I think it's really important to, like... Especially lately, with how the internet's been behaving to really, like, keep, find find where that line is, push across it, and be comfortable where we're across the line. Yep. Because you don't want to be, like... You I don't mean, want to be... There's there's humor, and then there's blatantly disrespectful. Yeah, okay, yeah. I, I'll, I'll, I'll definitely say that, like, touting that line is very difficult. But at the same time, you know... You know you've touted the line when all of you're doing is insulting people and not doing comedy. Yeah, you're no longer funny. Like, you're just there's shitty. There, there's a difference between setting up a joke and calling someone a bitch, and then just going up to that person and calling them a bitch. Yeah, like the later South Park, they said to the Koreans, "Slutty-eyed bitches," like in reference to President Trump shitting on Kim Jong Il and all of North Korea. Yeah, but that wasn't really. Like a put down to North Korea because it's just an emulation of what the president says because he is a giant joke. Yeah. And that in and of itself is the joke. There's nothing against anybody. It's just the president's a piece of shit. Yeah. And that's the joke. And it's just like, you gotta know where the line is because if it just, if, if everybody was like, yeah, yeah, 
though standing out, it's like, okay, all right, yeah, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. South Park's really good with the morals, though. South Park, <coughs> South Park's surprisingly good. Like, they, 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 South Park, much like Rick and Morty, has kind of a nihilist feel to it. Yeah. Especially with, like, the main characters, because they don't act like, they're, they're kids, effectively. They're a lot smarter than, like, kids should be. <coughs> At, especially their age, but like it, it gives the assumption that like in this in this in this universe in this world, like no one really has that much of a filter. Like that's the whole point of South Park, Colorado, is that yeah. it's, it doesn't have a filter, so therefore they can say whatever they want. So therefore, like it, it perceives the the kids as smarter than they are, and then like the more like and then, then they can make political statements and stuff like that. Only they're they're still kids, so like Carmen's a selfish douche and yep. he doesn't actually understand. So like things just kind of fall in place for him sometimes. But like, and then and then there's the comedy in which <laughs> it's, it's just the comedy. I was gonna give an example and then I kind of just kind of lost it. But like, well, like the the last episode, the entire time Carmen's like trying to. There's two movements happening. Yeah. One where it's don't pay attention to your phone while driving, and then also. Cartman's trying to be like, no, fuck that. That's a stupid message. Fuck you guys. We, we should aware- raise awareness to, like, suicide prevention, because I'm totally going to kill myself, guys. <laughs> the entire episode. And because he's, like, pushing the whole suicide thing, um, the, the driving while distracted thing just, like, elevates to the point where, like, kids are being run over in the streets, like, constantly. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just, it's one of those, like, really clever roundabout jokes. It's just fucking... It was a great episode. But yeah. Um, hopefully hopefully the fan bases for, for our respective shows, i.e. just Rick and Morty particularly. I think that... Are there any good British cartoon TV shows? Not that I know of. I think like... The Brits didn't really want to like offend too many people back then. And like... I, I mean, think even I'm, now I can't think of like a British cartoon. Either... That's... I don't know. Uh, it, I don't know. One might be, like, British-produced, but, like, American voice-acted or something. Yeah, I don't know. Because, I, I mean, that's just me probably being, like, ignorant, but I can't think... Like, I can think of tons of, like, British... I honestly think it's just the flavor of comedy, like, which we just don't know about it because it's just not our, our style. Like, the, the only, like, British comedy that I've actually seen in light are, like, the Monty Python stuff. Yeah. Because Monty Python actually got comedy back then. Well, yeah. It, that was actually, like, pretty offensive at the time, too. It very pushed the bar for what it was then. Yeah. And it's, it's so good. And then, like, the the IT crowd, which I liked a lot. Yeah. It's a shame of the fucking... Oh, and Father Ted. That's Ooh. another good one. That was also kind of boundary pushing. It's just where the Graham Linehan... Yeah. Mm. The, the creator of IT crowd and Father Ted is just a piece of shit. Then again, I think like a lot of a lot of British programming. Dude, was that like, Mr. Rogers? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. No, like legit. Like just, just I don't even care if there's a pocket. Like look out the window right now. I'm not doing it. The guy looks legit like Mr. Rogers. Look, I, I swear to Christmas. Mr. Rogers I, sees me. We have a blood pact. Like, so, like he's got the he's got you know like the, the pullover sweater for like a nice shirt. Yeah. And he's got like a yellow shirt underneath it. Like the guy legit looks like Mr. Rogers out well, there. Good, good job. Yeah, you have a good neighbor. Apparently. Yeah. Just keep an eye out for puppets, rogue puppets. I oof. now puppets and I have a butt pack. <laughs> just go over to Mister Rogers' house. Just, just like fuck him up. Just break his shins. <laughs> break his shit. You know what? Okay, you break his shins because I have a blood pack with him, and then I'll break the puppets. All right, cool. We Excellent. don't really like the the blood pack remains intact. We just f- fuck up everything on that. If he dies without me being involved, and then like I can just burn just burn down this place. Isn't that the one where they had like the the male man was Mister McFeely? <laughs> I think so, and that kind of makes me uncomfortable as I think about it. <laughs> Uncle Mailman. Anyway, we'll, we'll move on from that. Um, Sorry, it just it was like he was just missing a bit of gray hair. Guy was legit going to grow out to be Mister Rogers. I mean, that's amazing. Like maybe, maybe, maybe that's his outcome. Get him. Maybe. Good for him. Good for him. Did he did he take care of you around like a tickle trunk or something? I have no idea because I did not go. Which also was weird. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of weird like symbolism if you take it out of context. Yeah, yeah, I don't. It's a lot of a lot of things really into putting hands on uh, individuals. Yeah, that's comedy. <laughs> <laughs> fucking jelly bean king. Anyway, so that's that's two idiots' oh. uh, you know opinions on comedy. There's a line that you can cross, and you definitely should cross it. Because it's funny, because no one, like, talks about it. 
Uh, but then there's like too far where you're just insulting people now. That's true. Um, how was your week? Uh, we went to cards Tuesday. We didn't go to cards Thursday because we just played cards with Derek here. And then Friday we went to the pre-release. Yeah. Which is today. We are going to the pre-release. Yeah, no, I totally didn't get a shitty card pool. And, <clears throat> and like, yeah, if I were to go to the pre-release tonight, I would expect to get very horrible rares, and my only playable would be uh, uh, Merfolk. Good job. Uh, no, seriously, though, that, that card pool was fucking atrocious. Fucking I, couldn't, I couldn't do anything with it. Like, at least with, like, uh, M1 Cat, where I still lost, I had a theme. I, could, I, I had no coherency <coughs> in my pool. I had not enough red cards that actually could go wide with. I had not enough green cards that wouldn't just die because I had no dinosaurs. I had no white cards except for, like, three that were even worth a damn. Um, I had no black cards because, like, fucking... There were like there was literally a pack with one card in it, mm. and that was Skullduggery. <clears throat> like, that's the only black card in the pack. And I was like, Skullduggery's cool... If I had multiple. If, yeah, if I could just, like, you know, do something with it. I had no removal. Mm. Um, but I had a ton of, like, counter spells. Yep. So, like, all right, cool. We're going in blue. What can I pick in blue? All of it. All of blue. It's not enough. We need to subsidize it with something. All right. In my blue pool, there's a bit of merfolks. Got some going green. Yes. Because like, there's a couple of green merfolks that I had. Speaking of magic, how's the magic circuit this week? Are we going for all four or just, can... just like, modern and stuff? We can, we can try and do all four. I have no real plans after work of anything. Cool. So, yeah, we can go... Yeah, you know, tomorrow will be our last standard with these decks. Yep. Before we rotate... Well, last the standard in this standard. My deck has to change a little bit. Mine needs spell pierces, that's it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I was thinking about that. I was like, I need to see when my day's off in case we want to, like, get together and play Magic with, with the pals. Because I kind of want to do that. Like, I, I, I like I like playing Commander and... Sometimes, like I want to play modern. That's that's my that's my thing. I, I want I want to play modern. I have a desire to play modern. Standard, I'm iffy with now. Like standard, standard, I'm kind of over. But like whatever. You can't. I can't finish this right now. <laughs> I'm very full. You have twenty minutes to finish it. I am very full. You fucking failed me for the last time. I, I there's like less than what you have there on the plate left. Let me just sip my tea in disapproval. All right, fine. Do that. Fucking. Anyway, modern. Um, I've decided to play modern because, like, you got the blood moons now. Yeah, a uh, standard standard's proven itself to be like a consistent three one at the very least. Like, I can go four zero if I don't fuck it up. Yeah, which is very rare for me because I tend to fuck it up. Yeah, but like modern, <clears throat> modern my deck's a shit show, and I I think it's because I have played less modern than I used to, so that I don't know what's actually like good, and what's actually like iffy. Um, like, the Vexing Devils, I don't actually know if they're working out, because I've only played the deck three times. Well, that's, uh, that's fair, actually. Yeah. So, like, I, I, I need to grind that out. Even if I lose, like, I get to see, like, what works, what doesn't work. Um, the Vexing Devils and the Claims were alright. Uh, they do at least eight damage, which is fine. That's even, fine. Even if, even if the Vexing Devils doesn't stick, because then I can just, like, goblin guy and, like, whack my way to victory. Or, like, I can make a Vexing Devil stick because they're so low and they know what I do. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> the worst that's going to happen is it eats a bolt. Yeah. Which is fine, because that's one bolt, not to your face. Not to my face, not to my creatures. Huh. Pretty much, you just you just manatize the bolt, essentially. Yeah, uh, yeah, and that's, that's essentially modern and standard again. I, I know what's, what's going on. Next standard, however, I want to play a shit ton because I don't know what the fuck's going on. I don't know what people want. I don't know what spicy... Like, now's a good time to grind mod, like standard because it's going to be new and a lot of people are going to try stupid shit. Yeah. Like, I need not very much to finish because yeah. I have a bunch of spell pierces, I have a bunch of negates, I have a bunch of spells. All I need is the board wipes and scarab gods and I think that's pretty much it. That's a nice spell pierce. Uh, hopefully it'll block a twenty twenty. I mean, I have other things for that now. Yeah. Like, just consistent board wipes. <laughs> a lot of not not having this. I mean, it dicks me over. It'll probably be really good in the meta as well. Like, a lot of control is going to go back up, yeah. but it's still going to be, like, 70% aggro. I think it climbed to 80% last time I checked. And, um... Yeah, I'm still putting, like, essence scatters and stuff in there, too, so... 
Essence Scatter is one of those cards that, like, I, I kind of missed out I on. I think I'm going to need a lot more Essence Scatters. I think I might up the... Actually, let me read Metallic Rebuke, because, like, I I highly think I should be counter-target spell. Okay, that's yeah, fine. Yeah. Improvise, and then counter-target spell to control the place three. So I can make two treasure tokens, and all I have to do is make a blue mana to fucking... It's super good. Like, control, control is needed now. Control, I think, like, I think everyone's gotten out of hand. Yes. And I think this control right now is the best control for depending on a how while. yeah I, I, depending <sighs> on how this goes I might switch to teamer energy I think you might need to splash a bit of blue for protection I'm definitely going to need to go teamer just like I might go full on abandon the pummel or go teamer energy that's a shame um, it really depends sight it back in yeah. <laughs> yeah there you go I mean I sighted the entire color of blue so <laughs> that's true <laughs> <laughs> um, but like. I don't know. I think, I think the standard, if Pummeler is too weak, or like if my 4-4 four, four buffs are being countered too much, I, I will definitely need to, because I need like consistent creatures and stuff. Effectively, Teamer Energy uh, counters all the things it doesn't want to see, and as well, it uh, floods the board, which is pretty much my current like board state at the moment. Yeah. Uh, because when they see, like, now, now is the point in our meta where if they see the Pummeler, they kill the Pummeler, or else they die, and evidently they haven't played against Pummeler before. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of weird. I I did beat like Friday. I played against three um, Pummeler decks. Yeah, back to or not Pummeler, but a uh, three teamer or three energy based decks. One of them was Pummeler. Yep. And then like the first guy who just would not take my criticisms to heart until like round three, where he's like, maybe I should cut stuff down. I'm like you fucking think? Because um, he was playing seventy five cards in the main, blue, red. Aggro or control or combo. Uh, here's the thing: I think a lot of people that like build into standard are like, if I do everything, then I don't need to like do anything. Like- exactly. And I told him like, you definitely have a consistency problem because you don't know. Like the first game, I saw a dock hand and a combat celebrant. I was like, all right, these two don't go together. Mm. What are you doing? Okay, so like like the combat celebrant would imply to me an aggro type because it exerts you get an extra combat stat, right? Yep. Did not play another single creature. But you get another combat. <laughs> yep. He swung in with the 4-1, exerted it, and I blocked it with a 1-2. <laughs> Got him. In his next combat, he passed a turn. Also, I, I don't understand. I, I, I don't understand that line of play. No. Also, why would you, as as an aggro player, you want as little cards as possible in the deck. Why would you do that? I have no idea. Fucking stupid. But then the game after that, like, I don't know what to sideboard. I brought in one Void Winnower just to fuck up whatever he's doing. You know what's really exciting? Speaking of new standard, not to really interrupt. But Eldrazi like, leaving? Eldrazi leaving. That's also nice. Kalidas leaving. That doesn't yeah. really affect me that much, but... Um, but, uh, the Spyglass, Pithing Needle. Fucking so psyched for that, man. Pithing Needle, look at your hand, name Bristling Hydra. <laughs> Pithing Needle, look at your hand, name fucking, like, Electrostatic Pummeler. Yeah. Hoses me. Yeah. They need to get it, but it hoses. I I might be putting three or a full set in the side. Uh, I would say three to be safe, but, like, you could definitely argue a full set. There's so much shit that you need to stop. Yeah. Like, oh, I detect <laughs> Pummeler, name Pummeler, name Bristling Hydra... Name, uh, fucking Glorybringer, why not? Can't exert it. Yep. <laughs> like, oh, anything else. Like, Teamer Energy, name fucking Virtuoso, name fucking everything that I've just said up to that point. Like, yep. There's a lot of hits, and based on what you see in their hand, because it's a fucking spot, like, you get to see the hand first, you'd be like, alright, cool, you've got two cubs in the hand. Turn off cub. Yeah, that's even better. Like, I think I think it's a good replacement for Pithing Needle if you need that information. Yeah. Like, if you say, oh, I want to see what fetch lands are there. Oh, look, you have two Bloodstained Mires. Name Bloodstained Mire. Like, yep. there goes your fucking mana. No, I think it is going to be a fucking amazing it's, addition. It's the one card that I think is worth the extra mana for to justify oh, yeah. it in standard. Because of the fucking card look. They actually added value to it. Like, I think that's a three mana fucking card right there. Yeah, because before it would have to be, like, Git Probe, Pithy Needle name, like, Misty Reinforce, or something like that. And Effectively, it's the same mana cost, except not really, because you pay two life. Yeah. But, like, oh, Spyglass is kind of what makes me want to, like, play Standard, because I think it's going to be a lot of... It's going to be more thinky. 
Yeah. You actually get the thing with everything. Like, because last time I played Standard and enjoyed it, Pithing Needle was legal. <laughs> Pithing, okay, I think Pithing Needle is one of those cards that, like, need to be printed in the core set. Like, yeah. honestly. Yeah. Like, if they want it two mana, fine. Spyglass is fine. They, they print that all you want. <laughs> like, yep. They need Honor Guard effects, like the Torpor Orb, like, when things ETB. Again, another great thing against, uh, like, energy decks. When things ETB, they don't get the energy. I think uh, I think there should be at least one major hose every like standard block, there, or yeah. they get a better core set. Like I think the core set should be <laughs> here are all the things you expect. Like here are your fucking shocks. Here are your uh, three mana counter spells. Here are your duresses, whatever. Yeah. And we'll print either a better version in the set, or we'll print a big hose in the set. And then like maybe something sticks around in the core set. Like I I I. I I think that, of course, that's a missed opportunity. Yeah, I'm glad they're bringing them back. Yeah. Like, e- even just the shocks. Like, in standard, two damage for one man is pretty good. Yeah. Like, it turns off a lot of things. Like, oh, I'm going to bolt your pummeler because why would you spend six energy to, like, save it as soon as you cast it? Yeah. Or, like, I'm going to bolt your the thing that... Actually, that's <coughs> a 1-3, I think. The thing that uh, stops battlefield triggers, the torpor. I don't know what, uh... Hotly... Hotly... Maybe also include, like, lightning strike, but... Maybe maybe that's just asking too much. Yeah, it's this this next set is looking pretty good though. I'm I'm real excited. Good old magic. Yeah, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be more of a board game. I like it. I mean, I think magic is is best like that. Like I think modern sometimes ruins the spirit of magic, but it also kind of celebrates like all the ridiculous shit you can do with it. Like, oh hey, I want a deck that like fucks my opponent by making them not do anything and me deciding what they draw. Oh look, lantern control! Like that—that—that—that's a—that's an evil person's deck. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong there. But like standard, standard now is like, oh hey, I need to respond to what he's doing, and he needs to respond with what I'm doing. Tokatli, Tokatli on a guard. Yeah. It's a one three. There still needs to be like a bolt effect, but evidently two mana bolts are just a thing. It's yeah, we're never gonna get a one mana. That's because one mana bolt's a mistake. <laughs> we're never gonna see bolt again in standard. We're never gonna see thoughtseize again in standard. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> I would like to say we'd get another Inquisition type effect. Well, we always got like duress, and there's um. Duress is fine, but I, we really need like another transgress the mind or something. Like I would love. Isn't there a, another one that came out that's just not, like, take non-legendary? I think so. I think non-legendary would be best, because then all the standard Timmy players <coughs> can keep their shit. Yeah. It doesn't make people feel bad, plus it, like, gets rid of, oh shit, is that, uh, Hydra? And also, Hydra. Yeah, it also gets rid of some of the hoses, but not the worst hoses, like, last standard Thalia. Yeah. Um, gets rid of those fucking board wipes. That... It also makes the design space in which, like, you can only have one of your hoes at a time, but you can, like, still have both. Like, I don't know. I, I, like, I like the legendary creatures being hoses thing. Yeah. It's, it's a good set. It's not like... I think it's like, like, standard hasn't been since, I think... I'm okay, because I think Kaladesh had a lot of really, really fucking good cards. And I mean, look at Walking Blister, right? Yeah, no, but, it's it's <coughs> pretty much the best card in standard right now. But, um, with, uh, fucking, oh my god, Amonkhet and Ixalan, like, there's clearly a power gap, I think. Kaladesh is way more powerful than Amonkhet and I think, uh, that's, I think that's because they needed to make powerful cards to go around a certain, uh, a certain theme. Like, yeah. the energy. Like, energy, they need to print good cards for energy, so they decided, X-proof on the stick. Guy that doubles power. Cool. Uh, dude that gets 1-1 one, one counters for energy. Like, let's just push this out. And it was... <sighs> like, yeah, Kaladesh was real real tough, real good. A lot of really good cards. Like, tons and tons and tons of playables. Mm-hmm. And then, Amaket had, like, some fun stuff, some good playables. Yeah. And, like, a lot of it was Commander Jank, and same with Ixalan. A lot of it has, like, some fun playables, but nothing, like, is mind-blowing. <coughs> I think like, the most mind-blowing thing out of, like, all of Amaket is, like, the Scarab God Mox God. Yeah. That that was actually, like... I mean, that yeah, that kind of shows the power gap as fucking well. Fucking really good. Really good standards, I'm surprised about. Yeah. I mean, pay four mana at instant speed to reanimate something out of either graveyard. Yeah. As a 4-4? Four, four? Yeah. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Champion of Wits. Yeah, yeah, I draw four. That's fine. Yeah. So good. 
I mean, playing Godfair's gift, the four four bodies are so nice. Well, like sometimes they're six six bodies. Sometimes, sometimes the six six flying vigilants taste lifelinkers. Uh, Edmund Kent had like decent mechanics. I think like I think Exert's yeah. an interesting thing to uh, to explore. Like I, I kind of want Exert not to be evergreen, but to kind of show up every once in a while. Like <coughs> Exert have a really powerful effect that doesn't untap. You're effectively just like. Not stasis snaring, but like you're, you're effectively just freezing your fucking dudes to do an extra effect instead of a tap ability. Yeah, I think they could have done a little bit more with exert. I find that like the good exert cards are very like there's, there's not very many like a Glorybringer off the top of my head. Yep. Glory bound initiate maybe because it becomes a four four lifelink. But other than that, it's like I. I don't know. Like, Exert had a lot of potential to it. I really like the mechanic. Oh, um, fucking on crop cash or Exert thing can't block. Yeah. Good. Real good. I, I think they can then print a mana dork that's one mana if they wanted to that, like, tap, make a colorless, but tap Exert, make a color of any mana. <laughs> like, essentially just, like, a, a slow Birds of Paradise. Didn't they have one that, actually? Uh, I don't think it was one mana. Yeah, uh, maybe not one mana, but I do remember there was an exert mana dork. I kind of agree with the whole, like, I don't want one mana mana dorks, because that, that's oppressive. Like, you get another, like, you, you get elves 2.0. Yeah. But then again, they also had fucking Eldrazi temples. I don't know what the fuck the problem is. <laughs> you, you do have a point there. Um, no, like, I think exert had a good good idea. Uh, oh, Hope Tender's good. It's 2-2 two, two for 2, one tap exert, untap two tap lands. Otherwise, one tap on tap target lane. I just wish the vanilla, like, eternalized cards were worth it. Yeah. Like, five mana. Like, I, I get it that you get the value with, like, for example, uh, like, Embalm. Embalm with the cat and, like, the thing that copies was fun. Um, like, it, uh, one drop, one one with lifelink is pretty good. And then you can play it from your graveyard. That's probably, honestly, the best Embalm card in the set. Um... Yeah, it's it's kind of hard, like, Embalm-wise slash Eternalize, like, because they're pretty much the same thing. Yeah. Uh, and then Eternalize... <laughs> I, think, I think the cat was... Or no, the 1-1 Double Striker was... What? 1-1 one Double Striker was a 5-cost Eternalize. Yeah. Um, which I think is cool. Like, 8-8 eight, eight, eight power on board is pretty, pretty nice for 5-mana. But, like, you don't play it. <laughs> no. Um, Dorn Pouncer. Yeah, Eternalize for 5. And it was a uh, yeah, 4-4 four, four Double Strike. I think, like, I think, like, Champion of Wits was good design. I Champion think, of Wits, I think, is great. Yeah, I, I honestly think that's one of the best cards that they put in in Hour. Yep. Um, what else was good? The the, the life like the life gain guy that you eternalize. Oh, yeah, Sunscourge Champion. Um, other than that, I think there's no utility to any of the eternalize. It's just a, like, mechanic that for flavor. Which is a shame, because, like, I kind of wish, like, when this thing comes in as eternal, like... Well, maybe not like that, because it comes in as a token. Or, like, if this thing is exiled from a graveyard, something happens, and then it has Eternalize or something. Or, like, there's a yeah. sorcery card that says, like, your graveyard has Eternalize equal to its CMC or some shit. Yeah, I was hoping for a little bit more, like, spice out of the air, just where our, or, like, Amakat had that whole, like, curse of flesh yeah. sort of idea that was going on. Yeah, like, I, I would love that. Like, <clears throat> or maybe Embalm for the CMC, and then, like... Eternalize for the CMC plus two. Yeah, like it, it's a pass in flames for your creatures instead. But like, I would love that. I'd love that in Commander. I'd love that. Like it, it's not modern playable, most likely. No, God no. Because like, why would you do that when you have like Warriors Vengeance and shit? Yeah. But like, it's a it's it's a neat idea. It has like it. There's potential for it. Like there's design space for it if you make it like one or two mana. Like that's what I was most excited about. I was like, oh man, there's gonna be Reanimator in this set. There's no Reanimator. Yeah. There, like, the, I mean. Green white the the fucking white blue Godfair's gift, but that's a seven drop artifact. That's kind of the reanimator. It just would have been nice to see a little bit more design place in there with making things eternalized or bombed. <clears throat> it's it's kind of a shame what they didn't do, but it, again, I'm not like I'm not a designer. Like I yeah. feel I feel like if, if I had my way, brew and fucking standard. I mean, yeah, modern <laughs> would be fine, but standard is... <laughs> modern would be great. Yeah, <laughs> a pithing needle every set. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Pithing need a lot of body. Pithing need a lot of enchantment. Pithing need a lot of land. <laughs> <laughs> Could you fucking imagine? Pithing need a lot walker. I kind of want to like a, a counter spell. I don't know. Like a counter a counter spell land or like more utility lands. I would love like yeah a land one of the deserts style like pay X sacrifice this counter target spell. 
I think that'd be slightly like oppressive if you have it in the right deck or like now that our promise is printed, like it's it's doable. I mean, it would make modern control even worse. Like just yeah, fucking no. the play against. Never mind. Let's let's not do that. <laughs> they, they can present absolutely nothing at hand and still have a counter up. Like no. I like what they're doing with the whole like flip lands and stuff. Like I think that's a brilliant idea of like oh hey. So this is a thing that if you want to flip it, it can be another resource for you. Yeah, it brings back the quest mechanic in from, like, original Zendikar in a good way. Yeah, like, uh, fucking... Again, Gaia's Cradle and Standard. Yep. It's pretty good. And in Modern, you can definitely flip it out. Because, like, that's what Ixalan is pretty much being, is new Zendikar. Yep. Because <clears throat> original Zendikar had, like, that really big focus on big adventure. Big adventure, like, somewhat tribe, tribal Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, there were a lot of tribes. Like, it's, it's pretty much Zendikar. Mm-hmm. So... Like, although the flip card's the only good one, I think, is the green one. Really, really, really cool mechanic. I, I hope they, uh, for Rivals, they, like, do a lot more. Like, evidently we're setting up the tribal, but I hope there's going to be, like, really powerful tribal lords and, like, really powerful, like, options. <clears throat> I think, yeah, we're going to see a lot more, like... Because I think this is when, you know, story-wise, they're going to find the, the Golden Temple, obviously, in the second act. Oh, that's gonna be that's gonna be a fucking good card, I think. Yes, that that's gonna be nuts. That's gonna probably be like an eight mana artifact, or like artifact that flips to land or something. One of those things. I think it's gonna be a artifact that flips to land, <laughs> and it's gonna be like not a game ending effect, but like a it might as well be ending effect. Yeah, like resolving a bolus. It's very fucking like back breaking. Could you imagine if it was like Golden Temple? Uh... I don't know. I don't know the story, so I don't know, like, specifically where to name this in the lore, but, like, I, I have a feeling the Golden Temple card is just going to be a big hose card. Like I'm expecting a, it to be something like that, yeah. Like, you name a, uh, you name a tribe. Uh, players can't play spells except of that tribe. Or, like, yeah, because, cause, like, the whole thing is it gives a gift to, like, those who find it, and yeah. those who find it would probably give it back to their tribe. So it's like flip plus three plus three to your tribe of choice or something like that. Yeah, it's going to be like a better obelisk version, essentially. Yeah, yeah. Or, or something like that. Like it's definitely going to be. I think it's going to be a host card personally. I think it's going to be a whatever your opponent's doing, just fucking stop it. Yeah. Or like whatever you're doing, you're you're the only one allowed to play things. Something as gross as a planeswalker ultimate. I think I figure it's going to be. Yeah. Or like at least it's probably like I, I think the flip card on the other side is going to be like name a tribe every time you play something of that tribe you get a treasure or some shit yeah or something like that or like every time you play this tribe put two one one counters on your tribes like tribe related things it's just fucking like really good for commander but like yeah yeah but if standard because we're also going to Dominaria where like I'm pretty sure if they keep the flavor like tribes are going to matter a lot there it's going to be very interesting in the next standard so, if they show me a sliver from Dominaria at any point, that's it. I'm going fucking all in on next standard slivers. <laughs> fucking, Even all, if it's the worst fucking deck. I mean, really, what can they do with slivers uh, to make it better or worse? I'd say even just reprinting the older slivers. They can't reprint the original slivers just because they don't want the effect of all slivers control, which means yours and theirs, because that was the thing of slivers. How you beat the Sliver deck back in the day was you play the one that gives all Sliver Defender. Yeah. And then they can't swing. Okay, well, there we go. So, um, what I would imagine is they're probably going to be very weak. But I would, like, if there's, there's not going to be a Crystalline Sliver. No. I'm going to accept that. Because holy shit, that card is broken. It is a one, one white, one blue, two, two, all, all Slivers have Shroud. It was just super good. Insane. I don't even understand why that was printed. And you will never see that in modern. Here's the thing, with, like, tribes and stuff, it's going to be tribes versus control. Like, effectively, yep. tempo and aggro, and then all of the control players are going to laugh because they have negates, they have dispels, they have everything. They have everything they need in order to combat this aggro shitstorm that's going to happen. I just, I just kind of hope pirates get a, get a bit better. Like, I, I like the flavor of the pirates, like, especially the, the commander ones, but, like, I need, yeah. I need more. It's, it's a very big debate right now. So I want to do the blue-black bullshit combo, but I also want a legit pirate deck, and I'd probably be like Grix's Tempo Pirates. Tempo Pirates would be good. Like, uh, even with just, like, Hostage Dagger. So fucking good. Um, the black guy who, when he attacks, you can pay one and make a 2-2 Menace Pirate. Like, just fill the board with pirates and have real Beckett Brass, swing them all, look, they're bigger, and I take your shit now. Yeah, like, I don't know, that's gonna be good. It's gonna, uh, I, I think pirates are going to be... 
just going to be pirates, I think. I, I, I don't know. Like, pirates seem <laughs> seem weak right now, but I think that's just the cards available to them. Like, uh, I think the weakest tribe is Merfolk, really. They have a lot of synergy, but that's about it. Like, all they're currently doing is sitting there. Like, there's no, like, game-ending kind of Merfolk tech. Yeah. Like, I... oh, yeah, you can't target my Merfolk, but that also means I have no lords. Yeah. <laughs> like, the moment I get to five mana, the game is probably not going to go well for a Merfolk player ever. Then just steal their Merfolk. Uh, yeah, either I'm taking their <laughs> shit or, like, board wipe with control presence still up. Like, I've got three treasures, I've got five mana, what are you going to do? I'm going to rebuke the shit, and I'm going to Bontu's Reckoning your entire board. Good luck rebuilding yourself after this. Oh, by the way, all I, my servos die. Tiff. Yeah. Twelve. Also, I have, I have <laughs> treasures, so mana's not a problem. Yeah. It's... I'm very excited for the next standard, because it looks... I'm very excited to see what crazy fucking shit. Because you know some people are just going to play it for the dinosaurs or the pirates. Like, yeah. I want to play a pirate deck, and then you see some sort of, like, really weird pirate brew. Yeah. The the current standard was really good up until, I think, a couple weeks ago, where everybody just said, fuck it, let's play Team or Energy, because it's obviously the best deck. There's still a representation of other stuff, but it it took a long while before they actually picked one, so... I mean, at least we have that. Like, at least, like, at the end of standard, we decided what the best deck in standard was. Yeah. And it was, like, in the last month of standard. Yeah. And then we're in a new set to kind of fresh things up. Like, that's... That's that's a healthy standard. That's a relatively healthy standard. Like, Godfrey's Gift still is a pretty good matchup for some of the top decks. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen Ram Red in a long while. I haven't seen Zombies in forever. Oh, Zombies died. Everyone sold out of that, like, yeah. the month of... But it's 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 a good standard, and I'm really excited for what Ixalan brings. Hmm. Anything to wrap up? No, okay, we got we got wrestling to go watch. Excellent. I also have to go to work in the middle of wrestling, so Yeah you do. And I gotta go find fucking Mr. Rogers and pay some shins. That wasn't as cracky as I wanted it Sorry, to be. Second. I wanted just, to be let me just... yeah. Mr. Go. Rogers we're coming for you. Also that wasn't that wasn't knuckles, that was just my neck. <laughs> God. It feels so freeing after doing that. I I, I envy your neck cracks. They always Sound like they feel good. Like it makes me feel good. It's a solid. It's a solid thing. You know what else is solid? Or is it my penis? <laughs>